Hashtag NSW. self-explanatory it's a song that really needs no introduction it's a song that really gets to the bottom of where we are right now and you can imagine what that goal would have done and i agree with a lot of people saying that sure that goal brought raptures brought us to excitement but fulma singer's list of achievements went far beyond that cracker of a goal at the fnb stadium we were just happy. Hey, back in the international fold. Shipping ourselves off to France. CIA. And Clive Barker famously flying away as if he knew what that meant. In all his desires, the nation's dreams came true. Clive Barker's dreams came true. Fulma Singer's dream certainly came true. Good evening, Mr. Barker. Hello, hi Rob. How are you, man? And thank you for that number. I really appreciate it. It was, was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Clive. I mean, we, we can only hazard a guess in terms of your internal workings and functioning right now uh, when one of your star players, a, a player that undoubtedly, I mean, every time one listened to you, heard you talk about Fulma Singer or any of those class of 96 players, there was a fondness, affection and a deep love. Yeah, he was special. You know, he obviously played in a team sport, but but he had the ability to, to lead from the beginning and the ability to hold up the ball, caress it, and set it up for other people. Uh, and he was wonderful. You know, you don't score 18 goals in 58 internationals. That's a, that's a big return. 
and he did that and you know, he went through the awkward period as you know um, when the blue boys were getting on his back and um, he went out there and changed the bad situation to good situation. I just said to him, there's only one way to sort this out and that's to go out there and stick the ball in the back of the net and and he would ever forget that ball when Dr. Caressing it through the middle and it sits up nicely for him and he hits it right in the screws and uh, what a goal, what a player, what a team man. And now comes well, this is from my family to Solomon's family. It's really a tragic time and, you know, when we lost in quickly in succession, shoes and shoes were and now Solomon, it's not a nice night tonight and you don't sleep too easy. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was looking at the post yesterday when your goalkeeper, Andre Arnsa, at the time, uh, you know, you posted a, an entire team photo on his Twitter handle. And I, I looked to his left and I looked to his right and I said, well, he's sandwiched between two players who are no more because it was both Fulma Singer, photograph left, it was the late Sizum Taung, photograph right, and it was Andre Arnsa in the middle. And it just goes to show how special a team that was, though, Clive. But individuals, the characters, the... I don't know, there was a certain class that Phil had uh, about him. And I suppose that's why he ended up going to the likes of Leeds. He ended up going to, you know, St. Gallen. He was able to go to Bari to go play there. That class really, really took charge. And he held it on up until the bitter end. You know, he did the other ability to do that. And... That's fantastic. And Howard Wilkinson, you know, was never a great fun. Uh, he, he, he had a team leads, and of course, he had to make a choice. Well, he asked me to make a choice. He said, I want to find out exactly who you think. If you were sitting in my shoes, who would you keep? Solomon Masenga or Susan Matong? Um, sorry, I'll get that rather again. Solomon Masenga. And God, I've got it all wrong here. And of course, Susan Matong. And shoes, shoes mm. was the other one. Yeah. And um, he said, I said to him, find me back. And when he found me back, I said to him, um, I think I would go with Lucas for Derby. Mm. And of course, they decided to go with him like that. And of course, Philemon went on his way to play with distinction and class. Um, and he really was a classy person. Um, and of course, when that was in the Italian first division, and then of course, he, wherever he went, he, he played with class, distinction, and really with authority. He led from the front. He was a super, super star. And of course, we're going to miss him terribly. And as I said, it's coming too quickly. Too many players are doing this and jumping off the bandwagon. And we need them back here. Sure. What do we not know about Phil, Clive, that you would have had the privilege of knowing, being so close to the entire team, uh, to the entire personalities that formed the gist of what that 96 team was all about. I mean, what would you want to share with us that maybe has not quite been spoken or highlighted? Look, on the funny side of it, um, I watched him dance one night and he was really terrific. He was able to glide all over the floor and I don't know if there's a guy who could be playing for the rugby lock, uh, in a lock position <laughs> and now he's on the football field and at least on the dance floor and he's gliding all over the place. So, uh, now he had the ability to move the feet quickly, and that's what helped him as a player. Um, he was gangly. He, he wouldn't have pleased everybody because he, wasn't, he didn't run as easy as doctor. He didn't run as easy as shoes. But he had his only way to do things, and he did it his way. And now a fabulous person in a team sport, great personality, and really 
Council in Atodarim. How were you able to bridge that gap and give him the, the mental toughness? Maybe it came from him, maybe it was a combination of both your belief in him and his belief in himself uh, to overcome the boo boys, to overcome those negative sounds that were coming through, to overcome the people that were signaling to Clive Barker to substitute him. It would have taken a guy with a very, very, very thick skin. Yeah, he had that strength. He had that, uh, that strength all around as a player. And, and when he spoke to me the day before the match, he said, you won't leave me out because he said, I'm having a tough time. And I said, I said, there's only one way for you to sort that out and take a front on. And, of course, he did that exactly the, the right way. Um, I think when he brought to the party overall, he was such a good person. He helped the younger players. Um, he was comfortable in the role that he gave him to play up front by himself and to be joined up with the other players when, when we had the ball. He had the ability to hold it. He had quick feet, even though he was a big person. And I just think that he added something to that team that, that we needed. We needed someone who was a, a big man up front, and he was. Like, if you could hit him anywhere, he would slow it down, he would quicken it. And he had the ability to, to play off the cuff, which all good teams have. And, of course, he was a good team player. And he was a good player in the, in, in the team, and he set everything a lot. He was fabulous. And having observed so much, though, Clive, and I think Buddha Matata said in the clip that we played before we got you on, online, uh, to say that he wanted and did a lot for other people, uh, but then, like a lot of uh, ex-football professional players do, find themselves in a bit of a dark hole at times, and the resources are no longer there, alluding to the fact that uh, a doctor, which he did not know up until he encountered the doctor at the hospital, was the one who was then able to fund uh, for his medical care, uh, saying that everybody else fell by the wayside when he needed them the most. Yeah. That was sort of that side of his story and and things like that. And there will always be um, something. I think he would have had that ability and he would have had that feeling to help uh, people get through bad times because he he really enjoyed his life to the fullest. Um, But he made sensible decisions. Sometimes, you know, they backfire. Sometimes they don't. But at least he made decisions, and he was just a wonderful person, and he would have helped anybody, and there's no doubt about it. He's helped a, a lot of people because of the position that he was in, and there's no doubt about that. I mean, is there, is there any way, in terms of the lessons learned, though, Clive, the fatherly figure that you've been for the players, uh, we would never take that away from you if you had to give advice because somewhere, somehow, it could happen to another player. It might not be from the class of 96. You know, it's happening to a Lerato Chabangu. It's happening to other players that we talk to and we try and assist in a lot of ways. How best to keep their heads above water post their playing careers? Yeah, so that's one thing that does confront us. And, you know, it's a difficult situation because you, you come from a position of strength, uh, Everybody is making a fuss of you, and then all of a sudden you're thrown into a situation where you've got nothing. You lose it because of various reasons. People would, some people would say, "Well, you should look after your money and things like that." But there's a lot of factors that determine how you look after that money. Um, and all to the younger players, let Philemon be an example to you. A, as a quality, as a person, a personality second to none. Um, 
strong in doing things that he made and made decisions. You know, he would have made good decisions and he would have made bad decisions, but he would have made some decisions always in his life. And, and as I said, to help the third man and, and really just to, to be there and, and to try and pick people up, he would have been in the front of that, no doubt. Clive, South Africa has, has a bad habit, if I can put it that way, of being there in the moment like we are in the moment right now. But the memory, the history is very quickly forgotten. How do we preserve the history? How do we preserve a full Masinga history for years to come, for those that are not born, those that have been recently born, to know that there was such a stalwart in our midst? Yes, you know, well, you'll see it later on when it comes down to the figures and the stats, and they, they show it all over these days and things like that. Now, he would have made um, some very, very important decisions as a player. He would have done it as a father and um, as a family man. He would have done it as looking after his mother. And, um, and, and there would have been great times that he would have turned around and, and helped players and personalities and people. And, of course, the big thing is to learn from that is to try and provide for as much as you can. The players who are going through bad times, and there will be lots of bad times for footballers, um, just that they've got to make the adjustments and turn, as I said, bad situations into good situations. But they've got to stick it out. They've got to do what they can do best, and that's to play football. Clive Barcona, thank you so much for the tribute, for the memories, for some of the, the inside information on a... A player much loved across not only South Africa but the continent and the world given the reaction that we've seen from the likes of Kalusha Boilia, uh, Ian Wright, etc. It's, it's been massive from the club Leeds United itself. Uh, and I just wish you strength as well, Clive, uh, on your side. And uh, thank you so much indeed for joining us here on the show. It's a pleasure, Robin. Thank you, thank you to your listeners. It's a fantastic show and it's always been the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that.